Fast with us. This week, Sunday the 20th of September to Friday the 25th, I, Dan Grief and my low-carb friends will be relay fasting. I will share our group conversations and some of our personal experiences along the way. To join in, join our Facebook group, UK Low Carb. And to listen how we get on, download this podcast each day, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, welcome back, everybody. It's Thursday, and of course, I know some of you started on Saturday, some on Sunday. I know some of you have started your fast more recently as well. But where, whatever you're doing fast-wise, uh, hello, everyone. Just say hello back so that hello. everyone on the podcast knows Hi. you're there. Great. Hello. Hi. There you go. So, good. So, um, welcome back, everyone. It's great to see your faces all happy and smiley. Um, I just want to share my story my kind of experiences from today. Um, I don't know why. I think it's my body chemistry, but the morning's the hardest for me. They really are. And I'm definitely not a morning person anyway. And I just felt a bit kind of headachey and a bit, nah, I could really eat. Um, and it wasn't hunger at all. It was nothing to do with that. It was really a feeling of just missing food. I just really missed the texture of it. I miss chewing. I miss the flavors. I miss the taste of food. So that was quite hard for me, actually. Um, and then the afternoon, the same thing happened as yesterday. Well, it wasn't quite as euphoric, actually, but I felt better by far. And I just felt so chilled today, like really, really chilled to the extent that I just kind of missed my turning when I was coming off from the motorway on the way home um, because I was just in my own kind of mind, really thinking and just really, really chilled about life and everything, which is really nice. I didn't feel stressed or anything like that. I just felt kind of really relaxed today. So I just decided, you know, I was I was really kind of going to play my fourth day and fifth day by ear as to what my body was was telling me to do. And I thought, well, as I'm not hungry, I do miss food, but that's more of a psychological thing for me. I thought if I'm if I'm kind of not hungry and not feeling the effects and I'm feeling pretty good, then I'll go on till tomorrow. But what I've decided is I'm probably going to break my fast a bit earlier tomorrow, maybe about three-ish, because I think I'm very sensitive to food in the evenings. So I thought if I bring it back a bit and try to break my fast something really light at three, then maybe by four or five have a meal, then that would be kind of a better time for me. Anyway, that was my story. Um, Maya, I know you you were just telling us pre-recording. So do you want to tell us about how your fast is going and, and what you've been eating? And, and also you were quite experienced at fasting, so I'd like to hear that side of things too. Sure. My disclaimer is that I do fast quite often. Um, uh, so yeah, no, I didn't do the cheer seed thing. I, for me, I would have, I would think breaking with either a soup or a broth or something warm or steamed veg or something, or, or I don't eat meat, but, or I eat fish, but I don't eat meat. So if you ate meat, I would have bone broth or something like that. I think it's good. Cause I think it's just easy on the digestive system first, rather than salad or something I don't know but um yeah I, I basically didn't know I was about to break and ended up in a fish and chip shop and ate <laughs> a very fabulous piece of fish without the batter with loads of salt and vinegar and it was absolutely bloody marvellous that and, sounds uh, pretty good right now from where I'm sat uh, it was really good and not intended not planned and um gorgeous and effortless really a piece of you know fish like obviously if I'd eaten loads of batter and I used to, I I've been testing a CGM a bit. I'm not diabetic, but 
for my own research, I got a CGM. And when I when I ate fish without uh, with some of the batter, but not much, just like the crispy bit on top, I didn't get any sugar spikes. So I'm quite happy to to do that and know that it's keeping everything staying level because I don't want to throw myself out. Yeah, and that's the thing, I suppose, white flour can do that. I mean, I for me, it's not that so much. For me, white flour is something that I then crave and I really want it again. So I, I think it's best that I just avoid it completely, really. Um, but great, it sounds like a great way to end a fast. Um, yeah, I must admit, I think the whole um, the whole chia seed thing does worry me a little bit because I think um, chia seeds can, with some people, upset their stomachs, can't it? Uh, I, and some people aren't susceptible, other people are susceptible. So I think... I might avoid that. But has anyone broken their fast with the chia seed method? And we'd like to share that because I think, Alan, I saw your post earlier on today. You said you used that, didn't you? Um, do you want to tell us yeah. how it went? Yeah, I did the apple cider vinegar and the chia seeds. Um, as Edra said, the apple cider vinegar is not a nice thing to drink. But if that's what's going to help, then down the hatch it went. And then the chia seeds were, I eat chia seeds all the time. So I knew what to expect there. Um, yeah, again, didn't upset my stomach at all. It was a nice, easy way to break in. Um, but between that and eating, that's probably the longest hour of my fast so far. I was just waiting on that food because I've been looking forward to it for a couple of days now. So that's been the longest part of my fast. It's that hour's wait between the chia seeds and the uh, actual food itself. And was the food the pork dish that you and Aranda were talking about yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's on my Instagram now, so uh, I posted it about an hour ago. I'm going to avoid so that. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. No, 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 thank you. Not for now. Um, just <laughs> want to say, though, um, what, is, what was the taste like? Did you find a difference in your taste? Um, I'm going to say no. I know you were saying last time it was the best um, steak you've ever eaten, but for me, I, I wouldn't say so. I don't know if that's just a personal thing or if it's just the, the food that I had. Um as I said, that apple cider vinegar was, was hard to swallow. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I just found that, yeah, I don't know why. I just found that it was more zingy when I tried it. It might be psychological, actually. I don't know. But I did notice that it just had that kind of real kick. And I was like, wow, I've missed this. And bacon as well was really kind of flavoursome. It's delicious. Mm. Um, well, I've got bacon ready for tomorrow's breakfast. Well, kind of late breakfast. I'm back to 16.8 after tomorrow. So, well, from tomorrow. So. Oh, right. Okay. And are you training again? Sorry. Uh, yeah, I've got a weightlifting class tomorrow, then a night shift weekend. So that's why I broke my fast today rather than tomorrow. Um, I wanted to make sure I was fed for the night shift because I'm, I'm bad enough. I'm tired enough on the night shift as it is and um, got lots of cravings. So I thought if I eat today, I'll be all mad. After my night shift, so I'll go back to my 16-8. Completely get that. Yeah. Okay, excellent. Um, Mark, as well, I think you've broken your fast. Can, do you mind sharing how you did it? Because... This is, if more than anything, it's for me to learn. I, I've got to plan this for tomorrow. So, um, yeah, what was, what was your technique? Uh, well, there, there wasn't really it. Well, there was planned to be a technique um, because I had it all planned with the chia seeds and I'd listened to Aranda and everything else. And I went out in the cupboard in this sort of fit of excitement, really, that I was going to be eating something and realised I had no chia seeds. Uh, so uh, so that, that kind of backfired slightly. And I thought you backfired. Just... <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so that kind of uh, I ended up just sort of reaching around for anything, really. And I thought, well, if I have a small meal, it doesn't really matter what I have. Let's try it. So, um, so it wasn't really a meal as such, but I just put a little bit of yogurt and I had uh, like a low carb granola typey 
type thing. And I, I had that. Um, and, um, oh, it was delicious. It was lovely. And then I thought, well, that was the chia seed bit. So now I'm going to have a proper meal. So to um, reach for the bottle of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. And I thought, well, uh, and my wife said to me, she said, we've got some ham and all in the fridge if you want it. So um, I thought, nice. great. So I had ham, salad, and other bits and pieces. There were I had a couple of tummy grumbles, uh, but nothing terrible, and I feel absolutely fine. And especially having a glass of wine as well. And now I'm now feeling exceptionally guilty because I'm sure there's plenty of people here that are still on their fast, and I should not be talking about food at all. But but um, you know you do enjoy it that meal that you go back to, and it, it was a bit. It was to be honest, it was a stressful day. I want to go into it a lot of details, but it didn't start off particularly well. Um, it sort of got worse as the day went on. But the, the, the fact that there were those other stresses that were going on kept me going longer, probably on the fast, than I, than I probably would have done. So I kept going till about late afternoon, uh, early evening. And, um, uh, and now, yeah, sitting here feeling quite happy and happy with, with what I managed to achieve in the end. Now, the thing that's really interesting about you, Mark, is that I remember you said in July that you found, was it even 24 hours was quite difficult? Is that right? Mm. Yeah, it, it, it was really. But then again, I didn't have any kind of planning behind it. I just thought, you know, fasting was all about just not eating. You know, uh, that really was the, the simple sort of version. So I would go past 24, I'd go to 36, and then I'd start feeling a bit strange. Um, I'd get cold. Uh, I, I, I didn't feel particularly well uh lose my energy that type of thing and i thought well clearly that's my body saying that it's time to eat and so i kind of usually pack in around then um whereas obviously listening to aranda and listening to you know all the other experienced people around here um you know i've picked up from your podcast the soul you know the um the the fact that perhaps i was making it difficult for myself because i was having cream and coffee um and uh and i think that was kind of triggering you know, that that sort of you weren't really breaking, you know, having that break from food if you're still having those sort of, you know, cream and that sort of stuff. So having the salt really did make a difference. And I, I always know when I'm struggling and, of course, all the way through it, every time that I got to that point, I thought, right, a pint of water, lots of salt. Uh, and it, after a period of time, it did get me back on track again. So that clearly was the big thing. I had no idea um, that I was missing in previous fasts. Fascinating. And, and you've done four days. So that's incredible yeah. difference, isn't it? And, and it's the techniques that have oh. made all that difference for you. Yeah. And do, do you know what, Dan? I think the big, the big thing for me is I think when you're looking at um, uh, fasting, I, I think it's you know, you think it's going to be all about the hunger, don't you? You think that's going to be the battle. But the bizarre thing is, through the entire four days, I wasn't really hungry. Um, that wasn't it. I th- it was all up here. And, yeah. and it's that, that structure of the day, that feeling of I'm going to have an evening meal or I'm going to break up my working day with a bit of lunch or whatever it is. That's the battle. Uh, and, and, you know, that, that, that feeling of you, you don't realize how much food and meals are a part of your daily routine until you can't do it anymore. And then yeah. you, you just look at endless hours ahead of you when you get up in the morning. And that's, that, that's the mental battle. 
um you know it's 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 actually quite pleasing when you get to the point where you go do you know what i'm going to bed you think oh three hours because it, it's not about the not eating bit it's just the fact of you trying to get through it uh, and keep pushing on and keep pushing on um, yeah. but the app helped as well it was an app i uh, down, uh, downloaded and it was telling you all the time sort of things that were happening to your body you know like aranda was saying and so you kept feeling like you wanted to get to the next bit so that sort of helped as well but you know i'm, I'm pleased what i've done but I, in all honesty i would never have got this far if it wasn't for all of you guys uh really Aww. i would have i would have you know thrown in the towel at least a couple of days ago um uh, and you all kept me going absolutely so thank you thanks i think i i can completely relate to that i'm sure many people can as well uh it'd be good to talk about this group actually and, and what it's done to help and i don't want to just keep being a person talking about this sort of thing but yeah for, i just felt a bit like with your colleagues at work they're not doing this and and they look at you like you're a bit weird maybe like what, what are you playing at in fact somebody said to me today are you going to finish this today, tomorrow, or in a few weeks? Like, how long is this going on for? And I thought, yeah, I must look like a total weirdo to you. You're like, you haven't eaten anything. No, just bits of salt. What, nothing at all? You know, and, and I'm a big tea drinker, because I'm not even drinking that, because I don't like black tea. I think I've just completely lost the plot now. So, you know, when you're surrounded by your friends and family who aren't doing it, you need this, I think, to really give that support to know, actually, I'm not alone. I'm part of a group, and there's, you know well, I wonder what Mark's doing right now. I wonder what, you know, what Rachel's up to. And, you know, you just kind of have that connection with people. It's just supports you. Does anyone want to share? I'm, I'm going to be quiet for a while. Does anyone want to share their story or, or you know, just how things are going or how they've experienced it the last few days? Ah, Julie, go for it. So um, my days have been quite good, although this morning and yesterday morning, I did have a few sort of, um, will this be the day that I stop? Um, just purely because I'm watching my blood sugars and when I checked them yesterday I felt great and I checked it on the Keto Mojo and it said it was 3.8 and it was bleeping saying hypo and everything and then I checked my one from the hospital and it said that I was 5.5 and I think it was more of a um, psychological thing that then I started to feel unwell Right. But I wasn't unwell, if you know what I mean, because I, I maybe believe the doctor, the hospital monitor more than the Keto Mojo. It's not as reliable. I don't know if it's as reliable. Um, so then, but I've been checking my blood sugars consistently and they seem to be, I'm at 4.1 when I checked it about half an hour ago. Um, but that's what's kind of, if that goes any lower, then I will stop. Yeah, no, completely agree. Um, yeah, that's really, you've got to be sure you're, you're healthy the whole way through, right? And I think being responsible. I, mean, I feel fine. I do yeah. feel fine. I mean, I've had things to take my mind off it, um, but going to Tesco and stuff doesn't help. You know, I had to go to Tesco today. <laughs> and, oh, I don't look at anything and, you know, the kids wanted pepperamis and I was like, oh, pepperami would be so yeah. nice right now. But, the worst thing yeah. I found in Tesco, because I was there as well yesterday, and it's walking past the deli counter with the smells of the meat. That that mm. was almost, like you know, crippling. Uh, yeah. I found that really hard. Um, but I just want to let you all know, a uh, little surprise, we actually have somebody who's just joined us. Uh, a very, uh, We're very lucky to have him as a guest. Uh, John Furness, who uh, just completed his 100-mile uh, run 
on a, also on a five-day fast with uh, Steve Bennett and others. Unmute yourselves, everyone, and give them a good old clap. Hey. Now, John, you, you look like a man who's just had a relaxing holiday for a week on a, you know, on a beach somewhere, completely chilled. You don't look like somebody who's just run 100 miles with zero calories. Um, are you feeling stiff at all? Are you feeling absolutely fine? Well, first of all, great to be in such fabulous company and thanks for inviting me to talk. I feel great. I, I really do. Um, and that's honest to the, you know, um, uh, I'm just not exaggerating at all when I say I got to the end of 100 miles and I honestly felt as though I could have just gone out and run another 15K and I felt like that today. Um, so I'm an avid reader of uh, Volek and Finney's low-carb performance book. And, and I was a bit surprised about what they said about post-event recovery. And I was sceptical. And in the run-up to doing this, I'd done some fasted training and I'd been keto adapted for a year. And under those conditions, I'd run up to uh, 25K and felt a bit tired the next day. But actually on an extended fast with 100 miles, I today feel literally nothing. And then I did about two hours worth of sitting at my desk and then that made me feel stiff. Um, so seriously, a hard day at work in the past has left my body feeling a lot more hurty than it does today. I feel, I feel fantastic. Thank you. Wow, that's amazing. And can I just ask, what were you um, taking when, on your fast? Was it, was it like a, quite a strict regimen of water, salt, et cetera, at certain times? Or was it kind of going by feel? By feel, really. Um, some of us, well, James, who I was running with most of all, he wasn't drinking any water during the run. He was hydrating big time before and after, uh, probably you know, four or five litres worth, that kind of thing. I don't tend to drink that much. I just find my stomach can't hold it. So I carried 500 mil with me and just drank water during, but we didn't follow anything strict and we all had our own, you know, some people might have some electrolytes. Uh, Ian was using a salt lick. <laughs> uh, I was using uh, sea salt flakes, just uh, one to two teaspoons full per day and a magnesium tablet. That's it. Right. Okay. And then when you were in the evenings and things, because, okay, this is what I've kind of learned from my experience the last four days, and I've got another day of fasting to go. But it seems to be when I'm busy at work doing stuff, it's fairly easy. And I imagine in a way, okay, running's not easy to do, I know, but in a way that you're doing, you're active, you're kind of focused on what you're doing at the time. When you then got to your hotels or wherever you're staying in the evenings and suddenly you've got that downtime, and I can imagine a lot of hotels, you've got a restaurant there, maybe the smells. Was that challenging? I mean, you know, you can be honest, you're with, only with friends here. um actually it wasn't very challenging um i was careful in my choice of uh my last supper before i went into the first i had two massive pork chops loads of fat on there and previously when i've practiced fasting that's kept me sated for up to two days and my plan and hope was that that would keep me satisfied for a couple of days. And then I would just be moving into a deep state of ketosis where all sensations of hunger had, had just naturally disappeared. So one, while one was coming down in terms of the pork was wearing off, the deep levels of you know, satiety and just not worrying about 
food as I went deeper and deeper into fat burning mode would kick in. And I think that's what happened. I, I didn't really think about food much. Day sort of halfway through about day late into day two, I, I did have a little bit of a sensation of, that I had a stomach, but it wasn't an, a full on hunger. And day three, yeah, I do remember feeling, I now know I've got a stomach, like it's there, I can feel it. And I thought, you know, into, into, at that point, this is the point at which maybe my ancestors would have started thinking, I think I'm going to go out and start hunting and gathering now. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't a big drive to eat. No, it, it wasn't. And, and even at the end, you know, after we'd done five, four days and 100 miles, you know, we got to that Brazilian barbecue restaurant and... Oh, wow, here we go. This is serious. <laughs> Tell me more. I was very much looking forward to it because I, I do love that particular restaurant environment. But it wasn't that I was chewing my arm off to, you know, get at the knife and fork. No, I really enjoyed the food. Um, I really enjoyed the refeeding. I enjoyed the social aspect and the hedonistic um, part of the eating as well as obviously the nutrient um, and, the, um, and the energy that I was going to get from that meal. But um, yeah, I wasn't, like I say, chewing my arm off to, to, to get at it. Right, right. And that's the thing, isn't it? I suppose we, when you're not eating for five days as well, how much can you eat actually? You know, you're not, you're not going to eat five days worth. So you're probably going to eat not much and be quite full, I'd have thought. Um, so can you check, you just ended your fast with a kind of meat fest, did you? Or did you... Did you do something before that stage, maybe, you know, a bit of time before to try and get yourself ready to eat? Yeah. So there's some speculation from some people, you know, I've got a couple of medic type friends and they were talking about refeeding syndrome and I had no concerns about that whatsoever. I've done extended fast before and I've gone straight into real food. And, and when I think about this, our ancestors, you know, might have not eaten for a lot longer, maybe two weeks, three weeks, who knows? found an animal, killed it, and piled into it, nose to tail. I don't think they would have held back. And you don't see a dog holding back. And then you have these, you know, people of, who know a bit about nutrition and maybe read some studies. And, and I think that what they're probably basing it on is the current paradigm of high carb, where refeeding in a hospital environment after somebody's had a serious sickness might involve a hell of a lot of carbohydrate. And then all the problems with, um, you know, very high insulin levels and very high glucose levels and all that stuff. I can imagine that happens, but I only eat real food and I ate real food on my, my refeeding and I was very happy to fill my boots. So I had 650 grams of pork, lamb and beef. Great. Amazing. John, you're a real inspiration. I think that kind of gives me a challenge for next time, perhaps. Um, just want to check on the group, though, generally. Is anyone here still fasting at the moment? Uh, is anyone going into the last day? Right, so Nick, Anthony, Nicola, Julie, excellent. So, um, and obviously, can I just say, it means so much to me that even if you're not fasting, you're still here tonight because it just means that I know that we're all supporting each other. Um, and I just want to know just from you, John, if you were doing that challenge by yourself, compared to doing it with other people, uh, how would that have fared? How would you have fared, do you think? Um, I think doing the, 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 the exercise component of it would have been much more difficult. But I don't think that's because of the fasting. I think that's just because 100 miles is an extraordinary thing to go and do. 
it's a really unnatural thing to do. And maybe if you were hunting down a, an antelope or whatever they hunt in East Africa, where they hunt them to death or run them to death, you know, that's a really big motivation to go and do it. But our motivation was a science project and, and it really needed to be a group project. Otherwise, I would have found that part of it difficult. The fasting side of it, I, I wouldn't have found that hard at all because being keto adapted for a year, I do find it very easy to dip into a fast. Um, but doing one for five days with 100 miles is, is tough to motivate yourself to get up and do that distance. So the, the community aspect of the group that we had was fabulous and we did so much sharing and learned so much from each other that was great. And so, yeah, seeing you guys do it together like this is, is, is you know, awe-inspiring like, like it was for us, I'm sure. You know what? I just think that this is, this is a human nature thing, isn't it? We are kind of, the way we've evolved is to be, but individually, we're not actually that great necessarily at doing much, but together we can achieve amazing things. So solidarity with everyone here today. And just want to say we're coming kind of to the end of our call tonight. There'll be another one tomorrow. And you're all invited if you're, well, I mean, I would have broken my fast by tomorrow. Um, if you have, if you're still fasting or if you've broken your fast, please come on because we're all part of the same wolf pack together. So just unmute yourselves, everyone, and let's say goodbye. Um, and also a massive thank you to John for joining us tonight. It's really, that is, that is amazing. Thank you so much. Um, and yeah, see you later, everyone. Take care. Bye. 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 Thanks, see you later. Bye. Thanks, John. Thanks, Dan. Bye. Hello, you still there? Dan here. I can see you're one of the keen ones because you're still listening. So, got a very simple request. Please go and rate and review this podcast now on Apple if you haven't done so already. And I'll read it out next week on the show. So go and do that. Hear about your review next week. Everyone's a winner. Right, I'm going to shoot off now. Take care. Have a lovely week. See you next Friday. <laughs> <laughs>